Hey there, welcome back to the Rooted Mystic Musings podcast. My name's Angel, and as always, I'm really glad that you're here with me today. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. Today, I have invited a good friend of mine to come on and just have kind of a informal, laid-back, super casual chit-chat with me about a class that we have collaborated on creating and one that's coming up pretty soon. We wanted to tell you a little bit about it, tell you why we decided to create this together, what you're going to get from it, and who might be a good fit for the class. I really hope this calls to you if you are someone like we talk about in the episode, and if so, that you decide to jump in with us. As always, hopefully you've got your cup of something yummy handy, and let's just dig right in, shall we? Here we go. Well, I think think the thing that... um, will make that on the mark is we decided to do this because we, well, I dove in because it was you and you always have interesting things going on. um, And because what you were looking for was compelling. um, And because of your passion for helping people who were, who, who you saw could benefit from meditation, but who, you know, were lost in the should of the hairball, the big hairball of should, yeah. the big hairball of should, exactly. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's it's the passion we have for helping people claw their way out of the hairball of should um, yeah. into a way to a tool. I mean, this is about giving people a, a practice that they can use to help themselves, to, to ease themselves in a time when I don't think the intensity of this world is going to let up. Yeah. So, so we need new tools. We just do. Yeah. Um, and the combination of <clears throat> the practice of meditation with writing helps us to then not only access, you know, those deeper spaces, those receptive spaces, that stillness inside of us um, that teaches us about ourselves, but then the writing piece can help us to um, understand what it is we've witnessed and then to integrate it. And, you know, so that, that you have sort of two sides of a coin, you have insight and then you have integration. And that to me is part of what we're doing. Yes. Yes. Insight and integration. Yes. Because I think with one, I think one or the other is helpful Mm -hmm. because I I think that the writing on its own can be helpful for all kinds of reasons. Lots of people talk about journaling practices and writing and and Mm -hmm. super helpful. Like I think you and I have both done it for just years and years and years. And we know that Mm -hmm. and the meditation piece or the listening piece on its own can be super helpful. We know that too, but yeah, as soon as you and I started talking about that, that, um, the integration of the two. I keep having an image in my head of like um, paint mixing it, not paint and water, but like um, like a red and a blue mm-hmm. coming together to form this 
brilliant, beautiful purple and how each of them on their own is gorgeous in their own mm -hmm. right. But then they make this whole new thing that's also just gorgeous and it becomes this whole new thing that grows and blooms. Right. I love that. And I think too, um, you know what, at this point, can we just roll with it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'll cut off the very beginning, but um, there was something too about, so I love that you said we need new tools. I love the integration piece. Um, and there was something that I was thinking about. You said, you use the wording, I think of an oasis. It can be an oasis mm -hmm. in all of this craziness. I, mm -hmm. I'm trying not to use that word in all of the the stress and the anxiety, intensity. And too muchness, the intensity mm -hmm. of it all. Um, and I love the idea too, that like, I can imagine myself. So I went, I had an oil change last week and I can imagine myself even at this car dealership where there's people all around me, mm -hmm. I can put on headphones, have a notebook and a pen, or even just my freaking phone because the notes app is on my phone. Mm -hmm. I can sit in silence for a few minutes and then type on my phone or, or mm -hmm. write in a notebook, like literally anywhere, anytime that you're safe and, you know, in a safe place and all of that, obviously you right. can sit and do this and access this. It's just, mm -hmm this thing, this hairball of should that so many of us have been taught around it. Like, oh no, it has to be, you have to be sitting on a cushion in a, a dojo or, or, or meditation or like a special, like, no. Right. There must be trickling fountains. There must be yeah. candles burning, you know, yeah. and, like, and, you know, and to do the writing part, you must have the perfect notebook. You must have the perfect pen and, exactly. and it should be, you know, it should be a fountain pen. And, you know, mm -hmm. just like, there's all of this stuff that gets built around it I mean and and you know with writing especially oh my gosh anybody who came through a traditional school system you know I don't know about y'all but I have Mrs. Griswold my fourth grade English teacher like perched in the corner of her classroom ready to whip out that red pen and you know just destroy whatever I wrote and you know so she kind of lives in my head too um, but there's that <laughs> Yeah, that giant, I, I love that phrase you came up with, the giant hairball of should, because, because, you know, to me, what I really want people to get from this is, you know, the perfect machete to hack their way out of the giant hairball of should, so that they can, you know, they have this, I'll call it a tool, but it's a practice. It's, you know, it's this, this tiny thing that injects, injects a little um, everyday magic. And, and it's, you know, this a few breaths, you know, to, to get where they're going and you can meditate for 30 seconds or 30 minutes, what, you know, whatever you have space for, and you just get to that stillness for a few moments. And then you, and then you let yourself write. And when you write, it can be, it can be a list of single words that have no relationship to one another. It can be three words. It can be one word, whatever's there gives you, you know, this, this little, moment of encoding what it is that you know you've just experienced and then later in the day or later another day or two years from now you might stumble across that again and there might be something more that comes of it but you know you have you have this thing that lets you claw your way out of you know all of the should and all of the intensity that we're all experiencing that I really don't think it's going to go away anytime soon and you know so finding ways to cope with that that are really nourishing and really compassionate to ourselves um, and that are realistic, you know, you can, yeah. you can take moments and do this, um, and then allow yourself to kind of <sighs> breathe off whatever that was and go back to what you're, you know, what life is asking you to do. 
Yes. And it doesn't require a bunch of expensive equipment or like none of that is necessary. Those things are fun. Like, listen, I love my, my colored gel pens and my, <laughs> my moleskin right. notebooks, but <laughs> right. I can be obsessive about new journals, but I, I think, you know, um, <laughs> there's, there's, um, a writing teacher, a really well-known writing teacher. And one of the things that she says is she uses, you know, the 99 cent spiral notebooks, the cheapest notebook she can, yes. because she knows that, you know, that it's, it's not the notebook. It's, it's the words. Yes. And yeah. I, like I use, um, you know, the black and white marble looking, oh, the yeah. composition books, the composition books. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Cause yes. those are so freaking cheap and I'm not going to be precious with that thing, but with, I don't have them on my desk. I moved them to the floor, but I have these beautiful, I have this beautiful red Italian leather notebook that I got for a year and a day years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's only half full from that. And so I have the other half of it and I'm so precious about that thing. It's like, Oh right. no, I have to write something special. No, no, I don't. It can be, anything. <laughs> but with those composition books, I don't even have to fuss with that. Right. It can literally be anything. I think, yeah. And I think it, it really depends on who you are. If, if a beautiful notebook, notebook will make you write, you know, or will invite you to write, yeah. then go for it. Yeah. But, but yeah, it doesn't have to be. And there are times when I'm grabbing scrap paper out of, you know, the bin in the kitchen where I usually write you know grocery lists and whatnot yes and I'm like on that because who knows and so some my journals have like bits of papers you know taped in them because yes because <laughs> I've, you know, I've written somewhere else um I think that the important thing is really that you know we all have something something you know some life raft we can grab a hold of that then kind of pulls us up and out of you know, this, this just tsunami of intensity and gives us a way to be buoyant, gives us a way to kind of surf what we're experiencing and not be beaten up by it. You know, I, I'm to kind of go with the, you know, the whole ocean analogy. When you think about, I, I remember the times when, you know, I was at the beach when I was a kid and, you know, I do something silly and I'm not paying attention and, and you know, and the next thing I wave and, you know, and then you're like, you know, flat and crawling your way up the beach coughing out seawater and you know <laughs> I like I feel like so many of us now feel like we're just constantly in that yes in that, you know the turbulence of it the constant, exactly constantly yeah. and, and constantly not being able to get get our breath all the way and and so yeah. I, I what I see for for this for this practice that we're offering is just the, the capacity to to find a way to come up to surface to get your breath and maybe to you know be on, on the surface of the wave for a while love that so much. I think that's my favorite way that you've come up with or that either of us have come up with so far to describe this. That's so good. It's such a good way of talking about it and thinking about it. And the other piece. So for me, like that's, that's the primary thing that people are going to walk away with is I feel like this is going to help for somebody that wants to develop a practice and whatever that way that looks like, it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be an hour a day. It doesn't have to be anything, but right. wants the ability to experience with us so that then they can take away into their own lives, how to drop in and then how to integrate that into life. That's what they're going to take away from it. But I think the other thing that I'm super excited about, just because you and I are who we are is <laughs> the idea that this is like a virtual fire circle, because mm -hmm. I keep thinking of, you know, eight to 10 humans, like 
I, I literally do. I literally keep thinking, I have this image in my head of we're in a big, deep, dark forest full of, I see beautiful pine trees because I adore them. And mm-hmm. the smell of that, oh, my mouth is watering. And there's a, a creek nearby that we can hear and Auntie Luna is overhead and full and beautiful and lighting it all up and, you know, fireflies and like the heat from the fire and all of us in this, oh my God, (laughs) the idea of that, that communion and that connection and that depth. Mm -hmm. So not only is this a a thing of, yeah, we're going to teach you to listen. We're going to teach you to meditate, whatever you want to call it. We're going to teach you how to integrate that in your life. We're going to teach you how to find this oasis that you literally always carry around with you. It's always available. And to get there, we're going to do that through this circle, through this communion and connection and the depth of that. And I think, well, I can't speak for anyone else. I know that for myself, I'm craving that right now, massively. Absolutely. And the, one of the things that I've learned, I mean, gosh, I've been, I've been designing and teaching um, classes for 20 years now, hundreds of them. And whether we're online or whether we're in person, the, there is something magical, and I will use that word deliberately magical, that happens when you have a group of people together in a space and we are all focused on one thing. And it, it, it amplifies. Yes. You know, it amplifies the experience. It allows for more, it allows you know, the, the connection and the energy that begins to move among everybody who shows up um, allows everybody to go a little deeper and, you know, to take a bit more with them and to feel that support, you know, to feel that um, they are in the presence of people who understand. And that is so, so important. It is. When, you, when you learn in those kind of circumstances, you learn more deeply. And then the other cool thing is when you go back to that practice, that feeling of those, you know, that fire circle of those people comes back to you. Like when you sit down to meditate, you can feel all those other people with you again. It's almost as if you have a snapshot of it that goes with you. Um, And I think that's so helpful. Yeah. I think there's something really deeply healing, at least potentially in that for someone who's willing to let themselves fall into it. And not that we're kind of touting this as a, a healing practice per se, but I think that if someone's open to that, it can be. It can be, mm-hmm. certainly. I'm so excited for this. I'm so <laughs> excited. Like partly I want to put on the sales page something about, hey, listen, if you have some you know, um, pine oil that you can diffuse into the air <laughs> as we have our class, do that. That would be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Go get a pine branch, bring it in. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am too. I think it's going to be really remarkable. Yeah. And so I wanted to keep this kind of short just because I don't want to give somebody a whole massive thing to watch just to decide whether or not they want to be a part of it with us. But Mm -hmm. is there anything else that we want people to know who are trying to decide whether they want to join us or not? I don't know that we've actually spoken to who, like the, who this is for. I mean, we talked about the fact that we hope it will ease intensity and give people a tool and um, people who are craving connection and community. Um, do we need to be more specific? Um, 
I mean, I would love to see people who are like us, people who are very mm-hmm. kind of earth centric, uh, nature centric. I hesitate to use those words because it's, you know, we're all part of nature. And so it's this whole thing, but yeah, people who are really open to, um, the, the more than human, like you mm-hmm. talk about the more than human world. Um, right. and maybe you could speak a little bit more to that because you, you do so far more eloquently than I do. Um, <laughs> but people who are open-minded to these things who, you know, maybe they love drawing tarot and Oracle cards. Maybe they love mm-hmm. the idea of spending time out in nature with mama. Maybe they love, um, maybe they've always wanted to learn to meditate, but it just feels so big and heavy and kind of right repressive in a way mm-hmm. that they know like somewhere inside them, they know that it doesn't need to be that you're right. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, I would love anybody who's just feeling <sighs> beat up by the world mm-hmm. right now. Um, who is drawn to words? I mean, you, Mm-hmm. you don't have to have a practice or or have ever even done it but you know who finds who finds the thought of of using pen and paper pencil and paper or keyboard um something intriguing and, and something that they might want to explore a little bit and and somebody who is has reached the point of willingness i think that's the the biggest key, you know, that point of, okay, it's all too much. And I know I need something and I'm willing now to step into exploring something new or exploring a new way to do things um, that will give me the support that I'm looking for, or give me the, you know, the tool, the ritual, the practice, the magic. um, Yes. The magic. Yeah. To, to shift, you know, to give myself that surfboard <laughs> yes. to go back to the whole wave imagery. Um, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Did you want to speak a little bit to the um, more than human piece of it at all? Or hmm. So I think that um, based on who you and I are, that um, Anybody who encounters us, anybody who comes to anything that we do together or separately will um, likely be someone who is drawn to the wild, to nature, to the more than human world. Um, Someone who feels um, a kinship with or who, you know, anybody who steps outside and breathes deeper because they're now standing, Mm -hmm. you know, out in, in, in the world or near trees or flowers or bayous or you know, whatever your ecosystem is. Um, I think that that's, that people like that will find um, a good anchor here. You know, they'll find, you know, companionship. They'll find people who understand that perspective and who, you know, we can nourish that. And, um, and that becomes part of the resonance of the fire circle you know, our, you know, because I don't go anywhere without, you know, this whole ecosystem coming with me in a way. So, which is, me and my, yeah, me and my Southeastern Pennsylvania ecosystem will be joining your Floridian ecosystem, yes. and everybody else's ecosystem. And we'll have just this really, really groovy time. <laughs> and as soon as you said anchor, I had the image of obviously rooting, rooting mm-hmm. in. 
And so now I'm picturing like, as we wrap up our circle, each of us becomes another of those trees rooting in and feeding oh, yeah. each other and feeding the whole forest. Oh, oh my I God. What a beautiful that. image. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm so, so excited. Mm-hmm. Me too. So June 11th coming soon. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that's interested, I'm going to put the link to both of our sales pages in the notes and, um, any questions, obviously reach out to either one of us. Yep. Happy to answer those and yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's have yes. fun. <laughs> okay. Thanks you guys for showing up again. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to answer them. And if you're not sure whether this is a good fit for you, we also would happy, be happy to help decide that too. We're not going to just Tracy and I are not the type of people that are going to just sign up as many as we can. We're limiting this, I think, to eight to 10, right? Yeah. Because we want to be, there's not going to be a recording. We want this to be, um, we want the potential to be a really, like we said, a really deep and nourishing and safe feeling space. So um, we want the right people for our circle to join us. So if you're one of those, we would love to have you and we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks. All right, that's it for this episode. If you're into what you're hearing, please remember to like and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend or two. It really does help to get the word out and I appreciate it so much. Really, really. Okay, until next time, take good care of you.